In this episode, I am chatting with Ada Slavinsky. She is the founder and principal of Jam PR. It's a boutique PR firm. And we are talking about why she really loves hiring moms. And so she explains all of that. But then we also get into a great conversation around really those superpowers that moms bring to the role. And if you're thinking about going back to work after an extended period while you've been raising your kids or a break between career moves what you can really bring and those transferable skills from motherhood into the work world. It's an awesome chat. And I think you'll take away a lot, especially if this is a period of time that you're in right now. There are some real nuggets here for you to think about that might help you sort of gain a bit more confidence and reframe your thinking on the topic. So it is a great chat. She has a lot to offer. Here we go. Welcome to the Around the Campfire podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but I believe it also takes a village to raise a mom. I'm your host, Jillian Benke, the founder of Mom Camp, and each episode I chat with busy moms who are doing awesome things in life and work. Join us for real conversation and community because this is your village. This is the Around the Campfire podcast. Hi, Ada, and welcome to the Around the Campfire podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Can you start by introducing yourself, who you're a mom to, all of the things? Um, yeah, so my name's Ada. I have two kids, Elena and Magda. Uh, Elena is nine and Magda is six. And I had Elena quite young by today's standards. I was 24 when she was born. Um, so we've kind of grown up together in a lot of ways. And she was around and, you know, an active participant when I started my business. Um, so I run a boutique PR agency that's based in Vancouver called Jam PR. And we get small businesses exposure in a lot of ways. So whether that's in, um, in traditional media, through blog posts, through different creative collaborations with other businesses or through, um, through social media and, and events. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So today we are going to talk about moms and actually how you as a business owner love working with moms. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, when I started my business five years ago now, I had a brand newborn. My husband was on parental leave, um, taking care of Magda, and I was hustling to start the business. So um, my experience of you know, bridging that motherhood and, and business gap was very messy and very real and honest. And I remember there was one day where I had just hired this one girl and she was wonderful young and lovely. And I was sitting in the car and pumping breast milk as I was uh, teaching her something about social media. And, you know, I asked her before, are you comfortable with this? Is this okay? She was, you know, lovely and, and um, awesome with it. But, but that was my experience. And so I really found I connected with other moms who were, you know, also trying to make that that balance work and uh, wanting to do interesting work uh, and, you know, having the skills and um, experience of some sort to, to be able to do that or the desire to learn how. Um, and then having also the experience of being a mom, because as you know, 
there's never a time that you have to juggle more or prioritize more or just figure out, you know, by the skin of your teeth, how to make things work than, than when you're a mom. Um, and in, in many ways, that experience is so transferable, uh, especially to PR, the industry that, that we're in, but really to any job um, where, you know, you have to figure out schedules and um, prioritizing is, is a huge thing of, you know, being, knowing when to drop something that you may be working on that's, you know, so precious that you want to cross everything off your list, but something else more important comes along and, and you have to know how to shift those gears. Um, and, and throughout the years, many of my very best hires have been moms and not only moms that have worked throughout their kind of entire parenthood. Um, I've hired two now uh, moms who took quite a long break to raise their children mm -hmm. and uh, have been, you know, trying to figure out how do I re-enter the workforce? And those have been, you know, two of my, my best hires. Yeah. Um, and well, it's, it's, yeah, a group that often has trouble getting. Totally. That's what into, I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just agreeing with you. Yes, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, making that transition into the corporate world. Like I, I was yeah. just talking to a mom the other day, and she said, "You know, I I thought I would have to go and work at Denny's. Like mm -hmm. she had been raising her kids, and so skilled and experienced, and you know, working um, in the field of events in the past. Um, but then having you know, seven years off, eight years off to raise children, you feel really out of the loop. You don't know, you know, who do I talk to? And, and do I know the lingo? Do I know, like, you know, people are talking about quarterly reports and they're talking about like, uh, you know, all these things that, that you may not hear in that same language when you're, you're raising kids and you're going to different school events and, um, and sports activities and whatnot, but, mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of the skills of how to organize all of those things. Um, right. it was funny because I had an email from a parent at my kid's school organizing a appreciation lunch for teachers. And this is a stay-at-home mom. Um, she, you know, has four kids. She organizes a lot of these things. And, you know, reading the email, it was one of the most organized things I've ever seen. It was like, this person does this, and then the music is this, and the timing is this, and please sign this card here at this point in this place. And there are so many things that people in the corporate world could learn from a mom just like that. Mm -hmm. um, so one of my passions really is, is mentoring moms who are looking to make that shift back and teaching them, you know, how do you bridge that language gap? Mm -hmm. And how do you talk about the experience that you have that, you know, really is genuinely very meaningful and helpful experience that translates so directly mm -hmm. into any, any world of work? Um, and how do you communicate that so that when you do find a job, it's not you know, something at Denny's or something that um, if, if you have the skills to go beyond that, um, you most certainly can. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Language. Absolutely. Okay. So how do you, how do you encourage them to start? Because I think going in for interviews even would be daunting, even if you can get the interview, because people might see an eight year gap in your resume. I think they'd probably make the leap that it was likely, you know, childcare or some other life event that, that caused it. But how do you encourage them to I don't know if this is the right word, but defend that gap and ensure, assure people that they are ready, you know, even if they, they haven't maybe got some of the 
hardcore work experience. They have the skills experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I think teaching yourself not to defend it as a bad thing and just right. changing your frame of reference um, kind of from the get-go and, and looking at that experience in kind of a holistic way. Um, because for, for most moms that stay at home, especially, that's a choice. That's mm-hmm. not, you know, they do it out of necessity. They're, they're doing it because they want to be around for their kids. They want to, you know, whether it's support their partner in their job mm-hmm. or, or what have you. So they made that choice for a reason. So first of all, owning that and mm-hmm. saying, you know, I've, I've done this. Um, it was awesome. It was great. It was hard. It was whatever it was. Um, really kind of stepping into what that experience was for you and, and why. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not being afraid to talk about your kid's hockey practice that has, you know, a million logistics and things that you had to organize, if that's applicable to the question that the interviewer is asking. Um, Because, you know, oftentimes the person interviewing you will have kids of their own. And, and if not, you know, it's, it's still a good, um, a good applicable comparison to, to make. Um, And also not, not being afraid to say, you know, I may not know the latest tool or the latest this or the latest that, but here's what I do know. And, you know, here's what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Totally. I was having a conversation recently with somebody about identifying your own personal superpower. And for moms, it's so often logistics, prioritizing, balancing, you know, all of those different things. And it, it, it is a skill And it is a superpower that you might not even realize that not everybody can do, right? Like I, I now see my, um, my whole team, none of them have kids until right now, somebody is on mat leave and she's just had a kid. Right. But up until that point, my whole team is childless and don't have that parenting experience. And they quite often comment on things that when I think back, like, they're like, how do you do this? Like, you're like, oh my gosh, that just came to you or whatever. Quite often, a lot of the things that I've been employing have actually been things that have come from 15 years of parenting, right? Because I'm able to make, like you said, those quick decisions where it's like this, you know, somebody's on fire, it's fire, flood or blood, right? Like that's sort of what, (laughs) like, don't interrupt me unless it's fire, flood or blood. (laughs) And so if I'm on a podcast, for example, but uh, you know, it's those things. It's like, oh, actually this is a priority. We have to move on to this. This is okay at 60% or 75% or whatever it has to be for the moment, or it doesn't have to be done right now. It can be set aside. And having that confidence in that decision-making comes, a lot of it comes from mothering, right? And also I think, you know, reflecting kind of on work is not the only thing, nor should it ever be in your life. And oftentimes, you know, it's, it's those young, eager millennials who are childless and ready to pour everything into work that actually really end up struggling with this Mm -hmm. and are not able to take criticism and are not able to put things aside and and leave them kind of at the 60% or at the 75%, you know, perfect that they're going to be. Um, and I find with moms, because you have something that's so, you know, lights you on fire in such a different way and just, you know, logistically needs so much more of your time, mm-hmm. you have to compartmentalize a bit um, and be able to take criticism at work or, mm-hmm. you know, 
admit that you can't do something or you need help or you, you know, just not knowing that not all of your identity is tied up in work. And that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily just have to be as a mom. Um, there's a lot of people who don't have children who have hobbies and have family relationships and have, um, you know, friendships and what have you that, mm-hmm. that provide that healthy balance. Um, but oftentimes it, it's the case that you don't make that a priority until you, you are forced to with having children. Totally. There have been three people over the years, including the one that's on Matt leave now that have had kids like after they've worked on our team. And I've really, I'm not going to say like, I'm a mentor to them or anything, but I've tried to model uh, work-life balance and saying like, actually I need to take some time for recovery after this big event or whatever, right? Like to just model that there are more important things in life because they will be like, I'm just going to stay late because it has to be perfect. And I, <laughs> I, I said to them, we're in events. You're never going to please all the people all the time. If we can get to 75 for 80% of the people that had a great time, felt safe and felt entertained, then we're golden, right? There yes. will always be somebody that unfortunately didn't have the perfect time we're going for. And that's probably through no fault of our own. So we just have to be okay to let these things go and also take care of ourselves in the meantime. Right. So, and I like to see now that there, I've seen them as moms over the last, you know, I've been in this role nine years. And as I've seen them becoming moms and everything, I'm like, I think I see them taking some time for themselves. Like it's, you know, and I'm not taking full responsibility for it, but I hope that I, I set an example and you know, that they, they took that to heart a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even on the flip side, like, you know, you and I are both in the position that we're, we're hiring people. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes you just want to have a mom on your team because you just need a little mom love yourself. Totally. Um, And I, I also love that. Like, I, I love to be able to step into that position of like, Oh, help me. I've had a bad day. And I just, like, I just need someone to make me a cup of tea and say, it's going to be okay. Um, and that's such a lovely, you know, you call it like a soft skill, but that's something that really changes your day at work and, and just how you move forward and, and how you feel, you know, growing together as a team. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I just, I think it's so important to, you know, as moms really look for work that we're also passionate about mm-hmm. and not just, um, okay, my kids are at school and I have all this time all of a sudden and you know what do I do and right. what, what's open and you know I have to make some money um because I, I think one of the other things that comes along with this whole mom role is if you're going to be away from your kids you want it to be doing something that you enjoy Absolutely. and you know, really lights you up um because otherwise that balance is really hard if you're making time for, for one thing and then your kids are sick and all of a sudden you're just drowning so um, figuring out, you know, what that is and then how do you bridge the gap? And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, you know, education or furthering education in a certain field, but that can also often be done at the same time as, as you're yep. pursuing the, the well, work. Itself. And it should be said, sometimes you don't have a choice. Like sometimes you do just need to find that paycheck. Cause that's the situation you're in. But if you can find an organization or a company that also supports what you need them to support, right? Like they will support, let's say your kid is sick and you do just have to go that you're Mm -hmm. not going to then be penalized for it in either your career or just in your day-to-day work, but finding a manager, a director, an organization that gets that life happens as well. And we're all grownups and we will get the job done. And, you know, sometimes you have to be a bit flexible because 
obviously doing the work you enjoy is paramount, but also no, not feeling like you're going to get in trouble or feeling like you're letting somebody down or, you know, like I have my director, my direct supervisor is a mom as well. And just having that understanding the day our son got diagnosed with autism, I went back to work and walked into her office and, you know, had a big emotional experience. And she just gave me the time that I needed, you know, and just having that mom, right. Like, like you're saying, so finding that organization that has that energy and that sort of, um, environment that you're looking for as well, I think is really important. And I think that's a shift that we have seen for the better over the past two years out of mm-hmm. COVID mm-hmm. Um, because all of a sudden we couldn't hide parenting. We couldn't hide the fact that we were- <laughs> They were on know, the Zoom calls. <laughs> yeah, no, they were popping in and they were, you were I remember- before we bought another iPad for our family, we were sharing my laptop for a lot of the the day. And so I had to schedule my Zoom calls around my kids' virtual school. And um, because you couldn't hide it, I think people just naturally, um, and even those kind of higher ups, if you will, like you could see the boss's kids and you could see um, that their life was also kind of falling apart. And so that was kind of the great equalizer for everybody. 100%. And I think, and I hope that that will stay Mm -hmm. Um, because the thing is, is if you're, if you're not all there mentally, I I guess you can't ever be a hundred percent there, but if you're not 90% there mentally at work, then there's no point in you sitting in the chair and and being there anyway. So Mm -hmm. we as companies are more productive if we can, you know, encourage people to take the time they need when they need it. And, you know, when they're there and when they're on fire, like there's a a guy on our team who works late at night, like he writes social copy and he, he wants to do it at two in the morning. And I get Mm -hmm. these emails to approve copy at two in the morning. And obviously I'm not checking them then, but, um, you know, that's what really works and that's where he's creative and we can learn, you know, all of us how to lean into that a bit more and, Mm -hmm not have this, you know, nine to five that really was, was met, made around working men who had a wife or a mother or someone at home taking care of the responsibilities and the children. And that model doesn't fit for most people anymore. No. Um, man, woman, what have you, child, like with children or childless, um, a lot of people want to work when it makes sense for them. And, mm-hmm. and the quality of the work ends up in, in my experience being better. Mm-hmm. Obviously that doesn't work in, you know, every single field. You couldn't have like a emergency room doctor coming in when he wanted to, but in a <laughs> working from ways, home. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> yeah. But but I think that's something that we've learned and and I hope that we, you know, collectively learn to lean into more. Mm-hmm. Um because there's a lot of jobs that can be automated now, right? Like you see Mm -hmm. the cashiers at at the grocery stores, those are often machines now. And you see, there's so much that, you know, even computers write copy for, for social ads. And um, so if we're going to contribute, you know, and this is getting more broader kind of metaphysical stuff, but, but you know, as humans, if what are we going to contribute? It's it's got to be something good and interesting, and and something that only we can give and we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the more we can kind of lean into that, uh, the better off we'll all be, and the more satisfied we'll all be in in our work. I love it. I love it. So how do you, as an employer, 
um, because the jobs need to get done. And, and there are times where you can allow, like enable people to work at two in the morning. Cause that's when their superpower like strikes fire and that's awesome. But then you also are working on events and partnerships and things. So let's say you have moms working for you and something goes off the rails. Like how do you as an employer, um, make that work and balance it? Like you must be a very understanding employer, I would say from this conversation already, but <sighs> So sometimes realistically, it looks like having kids in tow, like we did. Um, so Katie Moore, um, one of our recent hires additions to our team, um, she runs events for us now. And I worked with her opening a pop-up shop last summer. And that's how I got to know her. And, you know, we just worked together really well. Um, and then that's what turned into this job. Um, but sometimes she brought her kids to the pop-up awesome. shop and um you know sometimes I brought mine because it was summer and it was COVID and summer camps were weird and we just <laughs> wanted to hang out um so sometimes it looks like that um and you know moms are really resourceful in finding childcare when they need it mm-hmm. um and and being honest you know from the get-go and saying you know this is how much time my kids are in care and this is how much time I can devote to this project um that's an open conversation that having that off the top sets the tone for like work is still work it's not <laughs> like oh you can juggle it um I mean mind you I'm having this conversation right now as I'm waiting for my daughter to, to be done right. ballet and I'm sitting in my car and I've got a Red Bull going and you know <laughs> so, sometimes it looks like that but uh but I think also being realistic with yourself and knowing okay, this is the time that I don't have to be a full on hundred percent mother that, you know, the kids are going to be needing stuff from the other room. Um, because that's just a recipe for stress and, and disaster. Um, but then, you know, when something goes wrong or there's a last minute hiccup or something that people need to get to, like moms figure it out. We always do. It's totally. you know, someone else can watch the kids or, um, you know, call in someone else from the team who, doesn't have responsibilities at that at that time and honestly it doesn't happen that much knock on wood (laughs) right 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 well and I think also I mean you're an entrepreneur you run your own company and you're working with different clients there's probably an opportunity as well to manage when those events take place right based on what you have as resources on your team right so you know that these people simply cannot do between 11 and 3 or you know what it might be then you do something a different way so I love that you have that freedom that's that's helpful so basically what we're saying is every mom just needs to go work for Ada at Jampier (laughs) yeah no but seriously I mean get in touch I love like Oh, I love just chatting like this with moms. If we have a job available, like by all means apply. And if we don't like just reach out and, and there's a lot of people I know that kind of think the same way that mm-hmm. I can also connect people with. Amazing. Um, because for me, this is like, this is really such a passion because I've seen the difference that it makes in my own life to figure out how to make work work around kids and how mm-hmm. to, um, not put my own dreams on hold because especially having kids so young, like, you know, 24 and then 26 when Maggie was born, you know, before age 30, I had two. And a lot of people who have high career aspirations don't do it that way. Mm -hmm. And I just refuse to give that up. Like I just, and and I don't know, it's, it's worked out now. I would say it was a struggle a lot of the time getting to this point, but I just, I, I wouldn't let my kids down and I wouldn't let myself down in what I wanted to do for work. And 
the women that I've worked with or hired that have been able to make that balance and make that work for themselves, they're so fulfilled. And it's just so beautiful to see that and for their kids to see like, Mm -hmm. oh, hey, mom's doing something really cool or, you know, oh, mom can't do all the things that she would normally do because she has this work event or she has this thing. And it, it, I think can be really good for, for the kids to see. A hundred percent. I mean, my kids love that I'm doing mom camp. Like my daughter thinks it's the coolest thing that I run a camp for moms. Like she just thinks it's the coolest thing. My son loves the thing that I work for a place that has a lot of cruise ships, but you know, (laughs) there's different, different priorities, but yeah. And it's, it's setting an example, right? I really love your message of you don't have to set aside your dreams. It's like you can have a career and be everything you want to be for your kids at the same time. And you can, you can really reach those goals and aspirations. I I just love that message. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to feel like that all the time. Oh no. (laughs) You know, for myself often, it's like, it's not until I look back and look back on like the year and like, oh, wow, like the kids did all this and we actually had fun and we did vacations or we did whatever. And, oh, look, professionally, I was like actually able to, but in the, in the moment, it mm-hmm. just often just feels like a bit of a grind. A hundred percent. But it's something about setting, not being afraid to set standards for what you want and going after yes. it, right? Yes. Yeah. It's something about that that's really strong here. Which is really hard to do, you know, realistically, like we've, we've been talking about this a lot throughout this conversation is like, as if it's an option, but it, for more and more, it's not an option to work or not, you mm-hmm, know, exactly. are, are getting so ridiculously expensive. Oh like my God, gas alone. That, like it's just insane. With groceries, with everything. And it can be, you know, really challenging to try to motivate yourself and think like, Oh, here's what I want to do. And here's what I'm good at. And, you know, selling all of the best aspects about yourself when you're really just trying to make sure your debit card isn't declined at the grocery Mm -hmm. store, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's a a very real place that a lot of people are in and that I've been in as well. Um, But I think it's like somehow just figuring out how do you carve out time for like, who do you want to be and what do you want to do? And just trusting like a little bit of magic is out there that will make that happen and Mm -hmm. um you know sometimes it is you have to work at at Walmart or Denny's or wherever just to like cross that bridge and Mm -hmm. and make it work um but I think there there is a way and there is a world that I see where you can have it all and you can be inspired at work and, and do things that you're really passionate about and, and not have it rob like all of your energy and your time mm-hmm. for your kids. Well, and having it all in a way that, like you said, it will be messy. It won't be perfect. It will feel hard, but it's defining what that all means for you. It's being fulfilled at work and fulfilled at home. Right. And yes, it'll get messy as you figure it out, but it's that that's what the all is. It's not like the mansion and the maid and the, you know, like CEO spot. It's, it's what all means for you, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, and at the end of the day, it's like, you spend so much time at work. Mm -hmm. You should be enjoying what you're doing. Exactly. I've made career shifts because of that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when I realized I was spending more time at work than I was with my family, I was like, well, I'm going to be doing something I enjoy. Like this is ridiculous. 
you know, if I, cause I have to work for income. So I'm going to be doing something that I enjoy. And it does sometimes take time to find what that thing is, but it's important. Well, that's the other thing too, that, um, you know, I've hired moms who, you know, really need to make their grocery bill work and need to pay their rent. And, mm-hmm. and, that. and then I've also hired on the flip side, you know, millennials who live at home and don't have a lot of expenses and mm-hmm. are in a bit of a luxurious position. And, you know, I think there's something to be said for, for both, but there is something about like being hungry as mm. an employee or as a you know collaborator or a team member, you know, if you need the money and you need the work, you're going to figure it out. And that's going to come across in, mm-hmm. in how you show up at work. Um, and so I, I think there's, there's, there's something to that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as, as entrepreneurs, we always, we have it kind of in our brain that we're always hungry and whether that, you know, logically makes sense or not, we're always after the next thing and we're always, you know, not settling and, and whatever, but, um, you know, there, there is something that if you really want the job, mm-hmm. that's going to come across. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally. Awesome. All right. I have some questions that I ask all of my guests. So first one, how do you define a balance for yourself and for your family? And some people see that as sort of the B word and, and don't have mm-hmm. an answer. So it's like, we've had everything. So what does it mean for you? Um, so for me, I think being able to offer tastes of like magical experiences at home and at work. Mm. So there's a lot of time that I'm, I'm working and there's a lot of time that I'm in front of the computer, you know, on the phone or texting. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we just got back from a trip um, with my dad and my sister and I took Elena, our oldest to the British Virgin islands. And we lived on a boat for a week and my dad sailed it around and we got to go snorkeling And, you know, I remember like dancing on the beach with my dad and my sister and Elena. And for me, that was like that magical moment and memory and experience that that I'll have forever. And, you know, people say it's like the quality of time over quantity. And I'm a huge believer in that, Mm -hmm. you know, and then on, on the other side, it's like those moments at work where, you know, you get a client in Vanity Fair, or you have an event that, you know, the sun is setting over a lavender field. And it's all of these like, wonderful people having an incredible conversation over great food. And you, you and your team have pulled that all together. Um, It's those moments for me and striving in both aspects of my life, like at home as a mom and, um, you know, as a friend and as a partner, but then also at work and striving to be the very best that I can in those. And, you know, there's a lot of time that's like, I'm sitting in sweatpants in the car and, you know, stressing over emails. Um, but I think when I look back on my life, those won't necessarily be the moments that I remember. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I always, um, I try and make every day a little bit of an adventure, like when we can, not every day, but if we're running out and going to do errands, like we'll also go get a treat or like whatever. And my daughter loves errand day because we make it fun and we turn it into an adventure. And then days we actually have adventures, right? Like I just love that everything can have those magical moments. So I totally, I love it. I love it. All right. So do you make time for self-care and what does that look like for you? Um, I have gotten a lot better at that over the past few years with the pandemic, um, because I think like a lot of us, I was forced to, um, 
you know, everything kind of comes crumbling down when it's all in one room and you're just, you need to get out. Um, so for me, I joined a soccer team. Um, and that's something that I, I did, you know, as a young kid growing up. Um, and it just kind of lights my fire in that way of like something that I'm doing for myself. Um, and then like traveling, I would say is Mm. like solo traveling, even like if I have to go somewhere for work and taking a day and just like exploring the coffee shop or just like being okay to not be productive in every single moment, Mm -hmm. um, has been cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I like my husband will laugh at me because I have two massage gift cards, you know, one that he bought me like two years ago and one that like my best friends bought me, I think like, oh, I don't even want to say, cause they're probably going to listen to this like a long time ago <laughs> and they're sitting on top of my fridge and I haven't used them. Like for me, that's not, no, I love massages and that's why, they yeah. things. but I just haven't made that a priority because self-care has looked different um, Mm -hmm. for me lately. So I think being okay with that and not um, feeling like, oh, I need to take a bubble bath or I need to get a massage or I need to get my nails done because that's what society tells us self-care is. Um, It can be like pushing yourself to do something, something else or something at work or whatever it is. Awesome. All right. What is the biggest lesson you have learned as a mom? Um, that time does not stop. Um, Mm. it goes so fast and you can be, you know, mentally somewhere else or focused on, you know, for, for me, for a few years, it was focusing really on building my business and I was around, but I wasn't really mentally all the way there. Um, so that's been a, a hard, like a hard lesson. And also like a really beautiful one to like, Mm. remember you may not be where you want to be it may not look like you want it to look it may not feel like you want it to feel but that's the only moment you're getting with your kids at that age um yeah and that's it's hard but it also I think is a is an important reminder it's hugely important yeah that's a big one all right how can our listeners connect with you reach you if they want to know if you have any jobs open (laughs) yeah well we're always looking for for good talent and you know we do have a very flexible um, way of working. So, you know, definitely reach out, um, social media, it's jam PR co, um, is the company and then Ada Slavinsky and that's across, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I still have, but people tell me it's not cool anymore. <laughs> so, um, you know, Twitter's great or, or Instagram, uh, awesome. follow and, and send me a message. Um, and I'm always down to, you know, have a quick 15 minute chat and, and just connect and, nice. and get to know people. So awesome. Well, thank you. I think what you have shared is super important. And also I hope gives moms that are maybe thinking about a career change or thinking about going back to the workforce a lot to think about. Cause I think, setting those standards for yourself and knowing what you want out of that role is, is super important. So thank you so much for this great conversation. It's been awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's been so fun. All right, mamas, that's it for today. For more info about this episode, you can check out the show notes at momcamplife.com slash podcast. Hang out with us on Instagram at momcamplife. And if you love this episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and join us next time around the campfire.